You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad. We hope and pray that you are staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 837, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Vicki for a free quote at 636 636- Three seven three four four nine seven. So you guys know that the beginning, well, it's probably the second week of June. So June 7th, Brad and I left on a Southwest airplane and headed for Orlando for our, what has so far become an annual no parks trip for us as a couple. And what I mean by that is the idea is to go and use the amenities in the resorts because while there are deluxe, moderate, and value resorts, if you are just going to be at the parks most of the time, for us, that seems kind of wasteful to do a deluxe resort if you're going to be in the parks most of the time, because then you don't get to enjoy the cool things that they have to offer. So we booked a trip during the, it was the Chase Visa sale, and it was up to 25% off a resort. And so Brad had never been to Animal Kingdom Lodge. And you guys, if you've listened for any amount of time, probably know that I have been there because I went with a bunch of band moms for a all girls trip. And so I've always wanted him to ever since then, 2019, I wanted him to go and see it because it's a pretty cool thing. So we had no plans of technically going to a park, even though prior to going, everybody was talking to me about you have to go with your annual pass and go in the parks and get your magnet. In fact, a couple of people uh, from church talked to Brad and they're like, you have to let her go in and do it. And he's like, I've already told her this. So we got to Orlando and we were on time, right? Yes, we were on time. Correct. I felt like we got there a little early. Like I know we were loaded ahead of time because I looked at my watch and it still said we had seven minutes before we were supposed to leave the tarmac and everybody was on the plane. But I guess because that was our time, we had to wait. You know, obviously, Brad likes to tell me when we're about to turn on to the runway. And he's like, nope, we're not on the runway yet. We're not going the right direction. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you feel better or what. It does. So you can give me direction? Well, it would just be very bad if we started trying to take off from a taxiway instead of a runway. That would not be good. And see, I, I don't know the difference. So whatever. I just I don't ever pay attention to that because that's not what bothers me. But anyway. And side note, that's happened before. Mm, Okay. Well, that's good to know. Now I know why you're always panicking. And keep in mind, Brad did not ride in a plane for the first time until our honeymoon, right? Correct. The first flight. So twenty, it's 28 years ago now, but now he researches and watches lots of historic shows on the History Channel on plane crashes. 
Anyways, okay, that's not entertaining for you guys to listen to. So I'm going to move on. So anyway, we get there and we took the mirrors service to get to our resort. And we got there and I will let you talk because I had already been there and I want you to give your first impressions of the resort and our room and so on. So yeah, we boarded mirrors. That was a pretty uneventful trip. We got there relatively I would say in 30 to 40 minutes, we were at the resort from the time we got to the mere spot at Orlando Airport. And so they do a good job of trying to get you boarded and getting you onto your resort so you can be in the bubble and start enjoying the magic. But yes, Animal Kingdom Lodge, very cool. Uh, I really liked it. There's two main houses, and Vic, you can correct me if I'm wrong. There's Jumbo House, which is the larger one, and then there's Kadani Village, which that's the latter one is the one we were in for this trip. And I want to say it's nothing against the Jumbo House, but I I feel like the animals are more visible where we were. Yeah, and I have no reference point, so I don't know. Have you been in Jumbo House or do you just know, you just feel that that's the case based on what you've seen? I feel like that's the case. But if you remember, we sat on the patio a couple of times when we've eaten at Boma and sat in the rocking chairs and just watched the animals. Do you remember doing that? Oh, yeah. Do you feel like you saw as many types of animals in that time? No, I don't. But I don't know if that was just the time it was or, you know, I know the animals are probably more active at certain times. Probably. Um, but so I don't know. I don't know that you can take a snapshot in time and use that as the gauge for all time. But And keep in mind, Kidani was where I stayed. So I think that's why I wanted to stay there with you. Yeah, because you had stayed at Kidani before, and that's where we stayed again this trip. So. Right. But no, it was very nice. We talk about our room a little bit. Yeah, the room was pretty nice, had a nice bathroom. And, you know, we had a little a, a little balcony. It wasn't huge, but it was, a you know, you could walk, walk out there. There's a couple of chairs out there where you can sit and just watch the animals. So that's very nice right out your window. And the animals would come very close. So that part was really nice. We stayed in a, a deluxe studio. Yeah, it was a deluxe studio. Yeah, if I didn't mention that, which very nice accommodations. The only real complaint I had about the room or anything like that, I, I don't know what the deal was with the beds because you and I both woke up every morning and our back was just aching, at least until you got moving and you kind of worked that out. But it was like, why are the beds making our backs hurt like this. I don't know. I don't either because when we stayed at the Polynesian and we've stayed at Wilderness and we didn't have that issue and supposedly they're the same kinds of beds. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was. Because if it always happened, I would think that that would be the issue. Yeah, but that's my only real complaint about the room or anything about the room. Otherwise, it was fantastic. I love that. It was really, really nice. And I remember, because you didn't say this part, when we first worked in, walked in the lobby, you're like, oh my gosh, it smells so good in here. And it then every, every time we would come back, you would say, oh, it smells so good in here. It really did. I don't know. It's kind of like that popcorn smell in Magic Kingdom. I think they pump that in. Well, I mean, no, we know they do that in Magic Kingdom yeah. because we've heard that they have, what is it, smellitizers or something? I don't know. I don't know the name of them, but something like that, that draws you in. So the reason why I want to talk about the deluxe, though, is to tell people the difference between a regular studio that just has a bed and a bathroom and then like places to put your luggage 
the difference is we got a little like kitchen net and I don't really call it a kitchen net necessarily because it doesn't have a stove or a microwave. Oh, no, it did have a microwave. That's why it was a kitchenette. It had a microwave or refrigerator, a little sink, and then it had some storage for like we had brought some snacks that we put in the cabinet for ourselves. That was kind of nice because usually we just leave it out on the counter. I think the extra sink is what does it for me. It's nice having that extra sink just on the side because you don't normally have that in a normal room. Right. But then a deluxe studio gave us a place to sit on a couch and it had a table and chairs inside as well as outside, like he told you. And so it was nice. And then our friends got to come visit. So that was, we had a place for all of us to sit and just talk yeah, and watch the animals out the um, patio door. Cause it was, especially in the morning, because we took a sunset room, that is something you can request as a sunset room, but it's only if they have it available, they they can't guarantee that they will try their best. Um, but that means in the morning you get heavy sun. So it was sad. The first day I thought I was blind because Brad was sleeping and I opened the curtains to see if there were any animals out there. The sun was like beaming right in my eyes. And you know, like when somebody flashes a camera or something. And so I came back in the room to like try to get my vision back and got my sunglasses. So then from every morning on from that, I realized I need to put my sunglasses on before I peeked out to see if the giraffes were eating because we started getting on a schedule. We knew that the giraffes for sure were fed at nine and four because we saw that twice. But I think it's other times during the day too, because if you've been on the Kilimanjaro safaris, they tell you that giraffes eat 18 to 20 hours of the day. And even though these are wild animals, obviously they're in that area, they're in the savannah you know, the area that they're given. They're still creatures of habit, though. They know when the feeding truck, they know the schedule and they know what that is and they follow it and they really come out at feeding time. So it's not like they don't know. They learn quick and they learn who's got the food and where their bread is buttered for sure. So that they're really active in the morning because they do feed them in the morning. That was pretty cool to watch. So Thursday was really supposed to be... um a trip, uh, you know, no parks, but we got up and as things happen in Florida, we know that the weather is not always accommodating to that. And Brad and I had a reservation to uh, Steakhouse 71, which again, if you listen to the show, you know that Brad and I have had lunch there. We did that last year on our no parks trip. And then Kaylee and I ate with my mom at spring break um, at that restaurant for dinner. And so Brad and I ate breakfast this time. And I have to tell you, I, um, I'm i going to let Brad speak to the difference between lunch and breakfast because he had both of those. But I've had all three meals now and I don't know which one I liked better. They're so good. And their weight stuff, shout out to Victor. He was amazing. He was really good. If you've heard anything about Brad, he's, he's a heavy um, consumer of beverages like soda, water, iced tea, that kind of beverage. And that man... There was no stopping him. Like he was making sure that Brad was never wanting more. He always had his cup filled before it ran out. Yeah, he was on it. So which one do you think you like better, breakfast or lunch? So yeah, I had had lunch here before, which was excellent. The burgers are excellent. But breakfast, I had scrambled eggs and a sirloin steak and breakfast potatoes. And it was all just phenomenal. The taste and I started to order, I usually order one more egg. Most things come with two eggs standard. I started to order a third and Victor was like, I don't know that you're going to need the third egg because they, it's more than you think it is. 
And I'm glad he said that it was, he was right. I did not need the third egg. And by the time I was done, I'm glad I didn't get it. Plus Vic, you got, you ordered some lemon pancakes, I believe. Yeah. So they had, they had a special. And so when you go there, they will let you know what specials they have going on that day. And so for, and it might've been for June. I can't remember if he said for that day or for the month, but they had these lemon pancakes and we're not huge lemon people per se, but we have started liking more lemon things. Our daughter's Kaylee's got us doing that now. And he said, these are not very sweet at all, but they put a little blueberry compote on it to give it a little flavor, but it's not filled with sugar. It's not overwhelming and whatever. So he said, and if you don't want to get that for your whole breakfast, you could just get a side stack of those. And so we were like, yeah, we should probably do that. This is vacation and we're trying things and we want to tell our listeners too. So I got Walt's hash, which is prime rib and um, their potatoes. And if you don't like this kind of egg, I'm sorry, but I was raised on sunny side up eggs. And he even said that he orders two eggs on top of his. He didn't encourage me if I was really wanting the juice from the egg because sunny side up, up eggs has the ooey gooey yellow. And I know that's not for everybody, but that's how I was raised. And so it just mixed with the seasonings that they did on the steak and everything. Apparently, that was a dish that Walt always requested. So it's why it's called after him. And then we got those lemon pancakes. But yeah, it was delicious. And I had the specialized grilled cheese um, for lunch last year. I really think that breakfast was my favorite, but that doesn't mean that lunch was not good. Yeah. And those lemon pancakes. Oh, my gosh. They were killer. It was just a hint of lemon. Even that wasn't overwhelming. But it was so good and flavored just perfectly. I mean, they just, it's, you know, you know, they're top of the line chefs doing that because I could make that same prime rib steak at home and mix it with some potatoes and put an egg on top. And I doubt that I could get it to taste with the flavors. It like totally pulled the flavors out just the right. And that's what Brad was saying about the pancakes. He said that they put a little lemon zest in those pancakes, but very little sugar. And you could tell, but it was just so delicious and fresh. Yeah, I had just a few bites of just the pancake itself, not even any toppings, just plain dry. It was so good. Yeah, so definitely Steakhouse 71. I hate to say it too much out loud because I do know people are listening about some things because uh, they've let us know, oh, thanks for telling me about this or that. And I'm just like, oh, I might be like filling that up because typically you can get a reservation there um, if you just watch while you're in town, if you didn't get one ahead of time. So I'm going to move on or we're going to keep going and we have a few days left. So we saw that on the radar, it looked like it was going to rain and we're, you know, so we're like, probably we shouldn't go back to the room and do the pool now because there's a good chance we're not going to, they're going to kick us out of the pool. So we decided to do the little monorail loop like we did last year and just see where it took us. And so we just rode around, took pictures of the scenery and everything. And it's just always so beautiful. And just riding the monorail in itself makes you feel like you're in the park to me anyway. Yes, it does. And so I said, we should take a picture at Magic Kingdom. So we stop and take a picture at Magic Kingdom. And Brad's like, you should just go ahead and go on in. Well, I checked to see if there were any reservations because, you know, I have the annual pass now. So I said, are you sure? Because he doesn't have the annual pass. Yes, go on in. And so then he was like, you could take a picture. And then I'm like, and get you some popcorn. Anyway, so I went in, took a a photo pass picture with uh, Roy and Minnie Mouse, which I've never done before. So that was kind of nice too. Then I got in line and got Brad a pass holder bucket, which is really, I know it's my pass holder, but anyway, and filled it with the popcorn and went. And then we got hopped back on the monorail. And I said, 
oh, well, I guess I could do it all the parks or something like, and Brad's like, you should, you should totally do that. So we w- got on the monorail, went back to the Contemporary, caught a bus to Animal Kingdom. That would be our next one because we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It would make us get back there quicker. And so we did and got to Animal Kingdom and I got all checked in and Brad got a pretty shady spot to sit down outside the park. And I went in there and the cast member I asked, didn't know where the popcorn was. I said, do you know where I can get some popcorn refill? And he's like, that's a good question. And I'm thinking, okay, that's not what I expected. And so I took my photo pass picture and then got all the way to Asia, still no popcorn. And I ended up back in Africa, which I knew where the popcorn was and I could have saved myself the time, but it was still all in good fun. And then I went back outside and met Brad and then we got on the bus and headed back to the resort. So we got through Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom that day. And for the life of me, I cannot remember where our reservation was that night. Oh, yes, I do. How could I forget that? I got that special reservation. In between those times, we ran into my friend Rebecca from Georgia, and she came and visited with us and enjoyed the thing. I kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning. The special reservation, storybook at Artist Point and Whispering Canyon. I mean, not Whispering Canyon, at Wilderness Resort. How could we forget that? That's right. So you talked that. Yeah, so this is basically the Snow White dining event or experience. And so it's got the Evil Queen, it has Snow White, and they come around. Well, the Evil Queen doesn't come around. No, you must be invited. You must be invited to go to a certain spot to meet her and to have a picture with her if she allows it. But Snow White comes around and the dwarfs come out. It was very well done. It was very good. And the food was really good at this restaurant too. I believe I had prime rib here. You did. It was off the charts. Good. And they don't have all seven dwarfs. They just have Doc and not Doc, Grumpy and Dopey. That's right. Some of them. But it's still such a cool thing that I never noticed. So listeners, if you've been in Fort Wilderness, you easily could have walked by this place and never known because you're going down a, a walkway to get to like the boat area or the quick serve. And you have to actually look up to see this restaurant's kind of up and you can see the forest and so because it's set in the forest. And I know you didn't like all of the appetizers, but do you remember the appetizers? Because this is like kind of a prefix meal. Everything is set for your appetizers and the desserts are set. You get to pick the entree. I know one of them was mushrooms. It was mushroom soup. Okay. So they bring in an appetizer for each person, two, two, two. So we had, there were three appetizers, two of each, because we each got one. A little, it's a little bowl, but of mushroom soup, not, not even like a bowl that you would think of, like a snack cup cap bowl. But it's in, like everything's totally done to Snow White. So it was in like little cauldrons, little baby cauldrons. Almost like baby chip sized little cups. Yeah. I would think that's what it looks like. It looks like a kid's snack cup is kind of what it was. But and then there were turkey meatballs and shrimp. Yeah, those two were good. Those both of those were good. Brad wouldn't try the mushrooms, so he can't judge that. Mm, I can't judge that. He did get the prime rib and I got surprisingly it just I saw it. If you guys don't watch Kyle, Kyle Palo, we watch him pretty much every day. And I saw his family went there and I told Brad, oh, my gosh, we should try that. Well, then. There was somebody must have canceled and we got this reservation. So we went there and I had seen that his new new girlfriend, Casey, had got this thing called stroll through the forest and but it had no meat in it. It was chicken. I mean, it was gnocchi and then 
asparagus and tomatoes and leeks and something else. It was delicious. I just had, I asked Brad, can I have a bite of your prime when you have it? I don't have to have a lot of meat. This sounds so good. And it was, it was delicious. Mm -hmm. Not for, probably not for me. No, no, no. It wouldn't have been for you. It was probably excellent for what it was for people who like that. It was just something different. And they had, um, beef stroganoff was one of the other choices. I can't remember all of them. I know there was a pork shank as a choice. And then one other choice, uh, obviously the, I would say for the money, Brad got the best choice, but it sounded so good to get that stroll through the woods that I tried it. Yeah. I pretty much stick to the main roads when it comes to food. (laughs) I don't stray from the main path very much. So then, and I always think that Disney is the place to try it because you know, it's going to taste good, even if it's not your favorite thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I always do that. So then they brought three kinds of dessert. They're just little bite-sized desserts, Uh, three kinds of desserts, one for each of us. And they had the poison apples, which obviously they're not poison and they're filled with mousse. And then they had um, a dopey, like moussey kind of thing. It had dopey's hat on it. Mm -hmm. And for the life of me right now, I cannot think what the other one was. Ooh, those lemon meringue tarts. Oh yes, that's right. And then the man came around with this special box. So I hope I'm not giving secrets away. And if you watch any videos on YouTube, they're going to give it. So he comes around with the little box. Remember that the queen told um, them to collect Snow White's heart. Well, they open the box and they have dry ice in there. The smoke comes out and there's two little chocolate hearts. And so we each got a chocolate heart. They were dark chocolate, which was good because Brad can have dark chocolate. I can have that. So that was a really cool experience. I totally, it is very, it is a little pricey. I'm not going to say very pricey because Disney standards, $62 is not, um, especially when you're getting a character meal too. And it was quite a little show. They even sang and danced and stuff. So that was that all of that day. So then Friday, I had gotten a reservation at Beaches and Cream. I had went there for dessert, but Brad never been there at all. And I always like to go again so that listeners can get new ideas as well as us. And we went there and, oh, I got a Reuben. That's right. You did get a Reuben. A Reuben sandwich with a pickle and onion rings. Do you remember what you got? Your standard. Is it a burger? Cheeseburger. Delicious tater tots. It did. But they were really good, though. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I was sad because that is like the place to get dessert. But we were so full. But the most exciting thing was, so if you want to try to do this, I didn't realize that the first reservation of the day is 11 o'clock. So tell everybody what happened when we got there and checked in and everything, Brad. Oh, yeah. They make a big deal for the very first guest of the day. They, you know, the the hostess walked us through the middle of the restaurant and announced just basically screaming to the top of her lungs, put your hands together for the first guests of the day. And we were the we were the ones and the whole staff was clapping for us and i'm like this is a little awkward but <laughs> it was still cool it was it was it's kind of like we've never been on a disney cruise but when you go on the cruise they're like introducing the black family and then everybody claps for you and welcomes you on the ship well that was how it was in this restaurant so yeah. if you ever want to have that experience make an 11 o'clock beaches and cream and try to do that so this day we had actually talked about that I could go get the Figment Magnet and go into Epcot. And since I'd already been in the other two parks, we decided to go with that. And Brad loves the Skyliner. And before we go on, listeners, yes, I had been trying to get her to go in the parks, every park that she could while we were there. I mean, I don't care. I can ride my favorite ride, the bench, and I'll be perfectly fine. 
But I'm like, you need to go in every park you can. I don't care if you swipe in and turn right around and come back out. Swipe in because you have an annual pass that says you can get in the park. That's what I told her. I'm like, just go in to say you went in. So in this situation, we came in the back entrance where Epcot is and Brad loves the Skyliner. Well, we all love the Skyliner, but I didn't feel as bad because I knew he could ride that Skyliner as much as he wanted and he'd be happy as a lark, just enjoying himself. And they let him ride it by himself. So he went on the Skyliner. I think he said eight or nine times. And if you were watching the, the Mousecapades podcast, I'm uh, Facebook page, you were able to see his pictures because I did post them. So then I went into Epcot and I went to every country in the World Showcase, took my picture. And I did have to stop a couple places and get beverages because, and I don't mean adult beverages, I mean, just mean regular beverage because I was so warm. It was really like 93 degrees that day. And I wasn't even trucking it through because that's what he was like. Take your time. Don't truck it through. Da, 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 da. But I had a picture for every country and I posted those two. But I did stop in China. And I feel like we need to tell you this because I don't think that we made a big as big a deal as we should have when we were going through the in the trip report with my mom and Kaylee. But in China at the Joy of Tea, it's a little kiosk that's there year round. It's not just a festival thing. It's always there. They have a hibiscus tea with boba. It is delicious and very quenching of your thirst if you are thirsty because I was stupid and didn't think to bring a water bottle. And so I got that. Then I got through all the way to, I can never remember. It used to be Horizons, but I can never remember what that white building is called now. But it it's something that changes all the time now that they don't have Horizons in there. I went in and sat down for a little bit because I had, in 45 minutes, went from uh, where you come in at the International Gateway and all the way over to Mexico. And I wasn't really racing, but it was hot and I was sweating. So I sat there, finished my beverage, and then I went to the, um, it's not connections, the creation store, got my figment magnet and ta-da, when I got outside of there, there was Mr. Bread's popcorn place and I filled his bucket and then I headed on to Canada because I had to go to Canada and France and I got Kaylee's maple popcorn. Well, while I was there, I saw the sign that was advertised for pomegranate, coconut, pomegranate, boba, lemonade. Those two drinks, oh my gosh, so refreshing. That one is seasonal. So I'm kind of sad because I wish I could get it every time I went. Then I went back out and Brad was waiting for me because I had texted him and let him know I was nearing the end of my adventures in the park. And so he waited on a bench for me and we chilled out there and I finished my uh, pomegranate lemonade that I told you about. And we looked quite different at that point because I had just finished riding on not air conditioned. The Skyliner is not air conditioned, but it certainly feels like it sometimes. So I was nice and cool sitting there waiting on a bench for you, Vic. And then you came and it looked like you had run a marathon because it was just so hot that day. That's why. Yeah, you, it don't, was. you don't even have to do anything really to, to get all sweaty. So I felt bad for you because I knew you needed to cool off. So we did do that for a while. We sat there for a while. I wasn't suffering. It just was hot. And there was, you know, nothing about. So then we rode the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios because I've already done three parks. I need to go ahead and do the third. Yep. So again, um, only this time Brad went and waited for me at the bus stop in a shade or went to some area that had some shade and then went to the bus stop to wait for me. I went in, got the photo pass picture, went to the stand and unbeknownst to me or 
I shouldn't say that ironically, because it's never that popcorn stand. That's, you know, one of the first ones you get to when you're walking into Hollywood studios is always a huge line. And I was the third person in line. I couldn't believe it. I filled up the popcorn bucket for Brad. And while we were there, that stand had a Mickey pretzel and I'm sorry, but I got to get a Mickey pretzel. So I got that and uh, Brad was thirsty and I was thirsty. So why not? Stopped at Starbucks in the Hollywood studios and got us our black Trenta teas with Splenda. And then, oh, and I got Joey a Mickey cookie to bring home for a treat. <laughs> and then I came back out. The security guard thought I was crazy. And she said I needed to bring somebody with me. And I'm like, oh, this is all part of a challenge. And she goes, I think the challenge is you need to find a bag. But anyways, it was all funny. And um, it was a little bit of a challenge with everything that I had in my hand because I didn't have my bag and my nice husband kept my purse so that I didn't have to truck that through too. It was an it was a nice accessory that day, just <laughs> sporting it around on the skyliner. I'm sure people are like, okay, this guy's a little off. So and I got to uh, the bus right when the bus pulled up. Yeah, your timing on that bus stop was impeccable. You came and walked right on. You didn't, you didn't even have to wait. It was awesome. So we got back to the room, but I still kind of felt like a melted snow cone so or ice cream, whatever. And Brad turned the air down. He found out he could get it down to 63. And I just sat there and chilled out for a little while. And then we decided to go to the pool. Yeah, so we chose to give the pool a shot, but unfortunately we got caught by some lightning and thunder. And so they make you evacuate and get out of the, not just get out of the pool, but you have to evacuate the pool area. So that didn't work out so well. I mean, it wasn't bad, but. It was what we had planned. Yeah, it's okay. It's the kind of trip where we're winging it anyway. So it didn't really matter to us. We knew we were going to get pool time a different day when our friends came in. Also, that pool is amazing at Kidani Village. It is very cool. And we really, really liked it. It has a good feel. And it's there are very, a lot of shaded areas if you just want to sit in the shade while somebody's swimming. But it, I think for us, our favorite pool still right now is Wilderness. Isn't, isn't that what we decided? Yes. Of the ones we've been to. Yes. We went to the back to the room. We ordered pizza from Flippers. So if you've never ordered Flippers pizza while you're in Orlando, totally got to do that. And we just enjoyed the rainstorm on our balcony while we watched literally giraffes frolicking out in the back. They were they look like horses galloping. And I'd never seen that before. I took a video of it. I think the weather kind of got into them a little bit. They they were I think they were liking it because it so. was because it. The rain had kind of come in, cooled things down. It wasn't so hot anymore like it was during the day. And so I think they, they were enjoying that. So that night, our friends, Angela, which has she's been on the podcast with me and she travels to Disney with me quite a bit. Uh, actually, she's the one that took us on the first Disney trip that created this monster inside of me. But anyways, or they came and picked us up because they had a car and they drove us because we had a reservation to go to Whispering Canyon Cafe. And I know that Brad and I talked about this one last year, so I'll just make a quick, but it is probably one of the most reasonable buffets on Disney property and it's fun. It has entertainment. I mean, they're entertaining you while you're eating and it's $26 for the heritage. Was it the same for the carnivore? Did you notice? I think it was. I'm not sure about that. All I will say about this is I'm not a particular fan of the antics of this restaurant but the food is excellent. And our waitress on this particular outing, she was very good. And she was not over the top like I felt our last waiter was. Yeah. And he was there too. We just didn't get him. Her name was Sunshine. So if you're going to be at Disney anytime in September on the weekends and you get a reservation, she said you can ask for her. And she was a hoot. 
I mean, she still played the part, but there were times when she would just be, oh, you need you need a refill. And then she would just get you the refill. You wouldn't have to worry about if you were going to have to be shamed for asking for something. I didn't feel like as much. No, you're right. And so the heritage is breakfast. So you can get breakfast all the time there. All you can eat breakfast, you know, waffles, eggs, that whole bis- business. Or you can get Mike got the carnivore, which was like all meat and just a little bit of corn mm-hmm. and um, some home fries. So but definitely, definitely one of the best deals on property. So then, oh, we looked around the resort. We took a boat ride uh, just because it was a pretty day. Kind of looked around that way. We took the monorail to the contemporary. We, you know, we know that we had already done that, but our friends were there and they wanted to see it too. So we did that. And then we came back to our room and let them enjoy the animals because it really is something to see. If you know somebody that's going there, even if you're just eating there, you can sit on their patio, not on You can't just go in a room and go on somebody's patio, but there is a patio with rocking chairs for people that are visiting the restaurants that are there and you can sit and watch animals. It's just a cool thing. And then we went to Grand Floridian Cafe. Now, we're not telling you not to go to Grand Floridian Cafe, but you've heard us talk about the lobster burger. I don't know how many years now have we ate? I think it was 2018 was the first time we had that. Does that sound right? I believe that sounds right. And we've had it ever since up until... It was no longer. Yes, they have gotten rid of it. The lady said that the lobster was just expensive. And we understood that part. We just didn't understand why they didn't do like other restaurants and just increase the price to cover the cost of the lobster. And we, um, three of us got the signature burger. And I have to say we were disappointed. Not that it was bad, still good food. Just if you've had the lobster burger, so we don't know that we're going to go there. And and I don't mean don't go there because they do have a good other food, but that's become a favorite of our family. And there's so many great restaurants that will make the choice a little bit easier for us. Yeah. And it was just this year, Vic, that they got rid of the lobster burger, correct? Correct. They had it when we went in October last year. Yeah. So when we were done, then we went out and this was planned. You can see the fireworks from Magic Kingdom on the beach at Grand Floridian. And so we went and sat on the beach, watched the fireworks. It was amazing. And we didn't have to fight the traffic or the people inside the park because we weren't in there. We were just sitting on the beach and the music was pumped over there. So it was perfect. It's the way to go. It really, truly is. It really is. So the next day, we didn't have any reservations until dinner. So we decided to make that a pool day with our friends. And they came and joined us at the pool at 10 a.m. Brad and I were down there a little bit before 10 so we could make sure we secured chairs. Although it was funny because I guess most people with kids and stuff, most guests were at the parks, right? Yes, I would I would agree with that. Yes. Because when we got there, we were significantly younger than some of the population that was waiting to get in the pool. Yes. And I mean, we're not we're not saying we're 20 anymore. We know that. But we were with a lot of senior citizens. Correct. And we're we're not quite there yet. We just feel like it some days. (laughs) So it was really nice. And even though it was hot outside, the pool was perfect. And we stayed at the pool, what, like 10 to 3.30 or something? It was a long time that day. Yes. And so then we all went back to our rooms and got ready to go to dinner because it wasn't the original thing. But again, I was just flipping through the app and you've got to do that when you're there. Even if you don't get something before you go that you really wanted to go to as a restaurant, check it because you never know. And I was able to get Ohana, which Brad and I have had many times. However, our friends had never been there. So I was thrilled to take them for them to see that. 
So we went to Ohana. And if you've never had Ohana dinner, oh my goodness, try to get it. Or if you let me book your trip, I will do my very best to get it for you. And you talk to that, Brad, because I feel like I'm doing all the talking. So the food, they bring it. I don't know if it's called family style. Yeah, family style buffet. They they bring you the food in the in, you know, on platters and they bring you one that has a lot of stuff on it, but they will refill certain things as you run out. If you request more, they'll just keep refilling. So it's an all you can eat. Basically, it's a family style buffet. Basically, they'll just keep bringing more if you ask for it. And the meat is just incredible. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't know how they get the meat to taste that good. That's their, I would say that's their signature dinner item is the the meats, right, Vic? Probably the steak, the chicken. I mean, it's just all so good. Oh, it was a new kind of bread too this time. It was a new kind of bread. Instead of the Hawaiian bread, it was more, I guess, more standard bread, but it was just so, so, so good. And so fresh. Yeah. And the shrimp, the, that shrimp was just killer i know oh my gosh the shrimp and steak are worth price of admission if nothing if you eat nothing else my favorite parts are so that the bread was first and the salad and then they brought you the appetizers which were dumplings the the famous noodles that you guys have heard us talk about that they were trying they were going to try to get rid of after the pandemic and people wrote in like this huge petition so those are back those noodle people they got on it and then these certain kind of wings, but I can't remember the name of it. It's kind of like sweet and sour. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And then there were some veggies too. Now we're terrible because Mike was the only one that really was, I like veggies, but I wasn't picking on those. I picked the things that I wanted the most. I love the noodles. I love the dumplings, which I tried to mimic the noodles tonight. I don't know how close I got, but they were pretty good. They were. And, um, and those chicken wings are good. And then the shrimp. If I, I could, if they told me I had to pick something, those were the other things that I did. The steak was delicious, bread's right. But I could have been happy with just the shrimp, the chicken, the noodles, and the dumplings. Oh, it's so good. After that, and Brad can't really talk to this because he's diabetic, so he can't have the dessert. But they brought homemade bread pudding. And my friend Angela, she's like, I don't even know if I like bread pudding. I'm telling, I'm like, I'm telling you, it's not what you think. And so sure enough, they ate some of it and they were, they liked it too. It comes with ice cream. And then the lady comes out with this homemade caramel sauce and pours it all over the place. And I don't want people thinking that that's just mean that you guys sit there and eat that while I I watch, basically, because it just doesn't bother me anymore. It, it, it used to, but now it just, it doesn't bother me at all. If that's what you, if that's what people want, I get it. They need to indulge. And trust me, if I could, I would. But I just can't. So it just doesn't bother me. I've got so there's so many more options now of things that I can have that used to were not available for diabetics that it just it's a little bit easier now to to stomach it, knowing that there's other options for me. So you may or may not realize that Trader Sam's that we've talked about is in the bottom of the Polynesian and Angel's like, we should try it. So we went down there and they said 45 minutes to an hour, which to me does not seem like a lot because I've heard people wait three and four hours. Now, keep in mind, you can leave and go somewhere during those three or four hours, as long as you know, as soon as they send you the text telling you, you have 15 minutes to get back. You don't want to go too far. I was just going to say, which is exactly what we did. Yeah, we real quick took the monorail. I say that real quick, but we did real quick, <laughs> took the monorail and got a, a 
Starbucks cup for the 100th anniversary for Mike and Ange to give to their daughter. Then as soon as we got back on the monorail from getting that cup, it said, "It your reservation is ready. Let us know if you can be here within 15 minutes. And I let them know. And then we got there. And they told us beforehand, you could be standing, you could be sharing a table with people you don't know. We got totally lucky and got this like half booth, half table thing. And it was just the four of us. Now there was another couple of four next to us. They were worth the price of admission because that guy was a hoot. Like one of the people in the group was telling jokes and he was just a hoot. Didn't you think that? And see, I know you weren't expecting this, but I had a different take on that whole thing. I loved, I loved the atmosphere of the restaurant. It's great. It's very unique. Trader Sam's, right? That's the name of it. Yeah. It's very good. And, um, but I knew the minute that guy walked in, I was cringing. It was cringeworthy to me. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's just, I don't, I mean, he was just over the top loud and like trying to engage and, and you know, we're complete strangers. So by nature, I, I don't do that. I don't, it's not my thing. And so I couldn't tell if that's the way this guy really is all the time. I think so. Or if it was a show, like because of where he was, like the whole interaction just seemed very forced and very awkward the whole time we were there. And see, it just reminded me of our friend Joe. Okay. Yeah. I knew I had a different opinion. You're used to Joe. So I don't think that that bothers you anymore. If I knew the person, it would be way different. But it was really fun and everybody needs to try it. Because every drink that you order in there has some quirky thing that the bartenders and the whole restaurant do together. And this, it really is small. I didn't realize how small it was. It only holds 50 people. And and I think this guy was feeling the vibe I was giving off because he really interacted most with Mike. Because Mike was jovial and cho- joking with him, right. back with him. Whereas I was just kind of like, go away. Please don't speak to me. <laughs> yeah, I think he knew I was not. <laughs> the type that was going to be okay with this the whole time. So he really didn't, I'm glad he didn't try to like make a spectacle of that fact. I was afraid he was going to, but he kind of just left me alone after he realized, oh, this guy's a little bit, he's not gonna, he's not gonna play along. <laughs> so, right. Um, but it was, it was perfectly fine. I thought it was going to get to the level of obnoxiousness, like, I didn't know if the guy was drunk. No, I think a lot of it was just his personality. Okay. He d- he didn't appear drunk to me. I mean, I, he's not my personal friend, but I've seen drunk people and this was, he just seemed like he just likes people. And I know I'm more outgoing than you are. So that's probably another reason it was hard for you. It was just a struggle. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, Angie and Mike have known you for so many years now. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with them. If they would have been doing that, I would have probably been laughing up a storm and, right. and partaking. But I'm just like, I don't know you. I don't. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just weird. It was awkward to me. So Brad had a delicious water and the lady was so sweet and put an <laughs> edible flower in it for him because, again, diabetic. So you make good choices for your body. I had the tiki, 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 tiki rum. Oh my gosh, if you love coconut, you have to get it. But I will tell you, if you watch Kyle Paolo, he lets you know if a drink is a chugger or not. This would I could have chugged this drink. It was delicious and you couldn't tell there was alcohol. And honestly, there wasn't that much alcohol in it. Then Angela had something called a Tahitian torch. 
and it was kind of like fruity. And so, I mean, it was good, but I don't know that I like, I don't think I liked it better than mine for sure. And then Mike got rum because he's a big rum guy. And so he got that drink. So then when we got done, we were like at Trader Sam, we're like, oh my gosh, it's time for the fireworks again. Only this today we're at the Polynesian. So we're, we're thinking, well, this is dumb not to stand here on the beach with the music piped in and watch the fireworks. So we watched them again. And we had read an article that said the monorail went down during that time. And we're like, seriously? Then I was like, well, I guess we could take the boat to the Magic Kingdom and then from the Magic Kingdom to uh, back to the Grand Floridian because we were wanting to go to the Enchanted Rose. And she had kept asking me if we could go try the Enchanted Rose because we had told her about it one time. So we went there and we liked that. It was kind of Grand Floridian to me always feels like a snootier vibe for lack of a better word. What do you think? It is for sure. I just feel like I should be smoking a cigar, which I would never do, but. It's got the vibe of the, of the capital and hunger games. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, probably. Just very regal, very staunch. And, and I know people dress down, people are in shorts, obviously, but it's just the whole vibe that it gives off to me. So we were in there for a little while. So we saw the fireworks. We went to Enchanted Rose, but this was the coolest part ever. I'm not sure that the Disney cast members thought it was so cool. But again, we were parked at Polynesian. So we had to get on the monorail, do the whole loop again to get back to the Polynesian from the, you know, because we were at the Grand Floridian at that point for the Enchanted Rose. And we figured out that we were the only four people. And we asked the cast member, so we know this is true. We were the last four people on the monorail that night. It was crazy, but so fun. And it wasn't because we were intoxicated or anything like that. We seriously, it was just fun to know that we had shut down. I mean, we were giggly because we were tired, uh, but we had to go back through the Polynesian and it was incredibly deserted after what we looked at before we started dinner, where there were people everywhere and everybody was sitting on tape. I mean, it was crazy that night. Yeah, we were absolutely the last ones to walk off that monorail at Polynesian. And we told them, thank you. And we were sorry. They're like, you're good. And uh, so that was the last night. And then Monday we were, we had to check out, but I had made a reservation for us. We had Boma breakfast. And what was your favorite thing at breakfast? I forget. I think just the amount of, I mean, the bacon and the eggs were just really fresh. And I loved that. And, you know, the gravy, they have the, oh. Oh, the sausage gravy. Yeah. It's just so good. So, so good. Again, I stay away from the side tangents that are way off the beaten path. I don't do lots of the spices that they have there on some of the food. So I stick mainly to the main roads of eggs, bacon, biscuits, gravy, all those things. I did do some fruit like strawberry, and but I don't go far. Well, I did try two of the things with my breakfast that I know a lot of people wouldn't. And one of them was I ate asparagus with my breakfast because they grill it and it's just amazing. And they also grill their tomatoes. They slice them in half and put the inside down. And it does. The chef had told me one other time when we were there, it draws the flavors out and it really, really does. And then the other thing that they do there, and I told Kaylee, I found the recipe for it, and we totally forgot about that. Um, it's the coconut oatmeal. It's made with coconut milk and they have the recipe on Google if you want to try it. It is really amazing. It is tastes so good. Um, but anyway, we left there. Oh, I forgot to say I did eat the um, the Mickey waffles were there, but they had a praline pecan sauce that day for them. 
totally a diabetic coma for you, but they were delicious. And they make <laughs> they make their bread pudding out of French toast for breakfast. Yeah, it looked pretty amazing. But yeah, I mean, we ended up wrapping up that meal and we headed on over to the pool because our flight was not till later in the day. So so we thought. So we thought uh, we decided to do a pool day on our last day. So we did spin and Mike and Ange, our friends came over and joined us at the pool. Uh, they were still there. They were leaving on the same flight as us that night. So we spent a couple hours or a few hours at the pool that day. Right, Vic? Yeah. In the afternoon. Then we found out that our flight got delayed, delayed, delayed. And we had to, we called and got on a different flight. And that was a whole, we ended up getting home almost at the same time we originally had planned. But, you know, sometimes that happens on flights. They get behind and delayed. That's what happened to ours, but they were able to get us all on a different flight, an er a little bit earlier flight. It was bad weather from where the flight that was supposed to come get us was. So it wasn't like a problem like they had at Christmas or anything like that. The one thing yeah. I did want to touch on really quickly, Brad, is I don't think that every pool place has it. I could be wrong. I didn't see this at the Yacht Club when I stayed there or at Wilderness, but they had showers, which was super nice for us. Mm -hmm. And we knew that ahead of time. So we had that pool day all day, but we were going home and we're like, we're going to smell not nice going to the airport. And we all took like real quick little showers in the room or in the bathrooms by the pool and before we left. So we felt a little fresh. That was very nice. And they have all the, you know, they have the, the shampoo and the body wash on the pumps, just like they do in the rooms. Yeah. So you didn't have to worry about trying to bring soap with you and all that. It's all provided. And so it was very nice. So it's very possible they had that in other resorts, but that might just be the first time I heard about it. So I'm going to check into that because I think that might be a perk of deluxe that I haven't inquired about. Okay. But thank you so much for listening about our trip. We had a really great time and we look forward to next year. I don't know if we'll go to a new place or we'll go back to one of the ones we've already been to that we love. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it was a nice way to, to wind down and to chill because I know you ended up going in the parks, but your days are not driven by park reservations. No, and I was only in most of the parks less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Epcot was the only one that I was in, and that's just because it took longer to get around. It's more of a fun thing rather than spending the whole day in the parks. That wasn't wasn't the point. So I loved it, and I appreciated spending time with you by yourself. Just to get away. Yeah. Yep. Two final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, please reach out to us by texting at 636-373-4497. And if you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text Vicki at that same number, 636-373-4497. And you can also check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>